The Insurance Coffee House is hosted by Insurance Search. Insurance Search provides executive recruitment services to insurance companies, brokers, and insurtechs in the UK and across the United States, attracting and retaining the most successful leaders to your insurance business. To find out more, visit insurance-search.com. The Insurance Coffee House, the place where you get to meet and be inspired by the most successful insurance business leaders from across the world. Hosted by Nick Hoadley, CEO of Insurance Search. Joining me today, I'm delighted to say we have Alyssa Sohn. Alyssa is the Director of Talent Acquisition Amtrust based in Cleveland, Ohio. And it's a pleasure to have Alyssa joining us on the line today. Welcome to the show, Alyssa. Thanks, Nick. I'm excited to be here. Alyssa, we're very excited to have you on the show. We're really looking forward to hearing about some of that great work there at Amtrust. Before we start that, though, as we are in the insurance coffee house this morning, it's fairly early in the morning there for you. What's your go-to coffee of choice today? So I have my Amtrust mug. I'm a big fan of mushroom coffee. That's very interesting. For our listeners, not on YouTube today, but listening on audio only, Alyssa's got a huge mug which says, I love Amtrust, which is great. Right on brand. Love everything about the coffee, except for mushrooms, not a particular favorite of mine. So I might give that one a dodge, Alyssa, if you don't mind. Great stuff. So Alyssa, would you mind sharing with our listeners a bit about your background, your career journey, and what led you to the current role that you have there at Amtrust? Yeah, absolutely. So I started off in recruiting. I pretty much fell into it. I walked into a temp agency and they hired me to work for them. I was trained through sourcing, recruiting all the way on up on the agency side and really fell in love with it. From there, I wanted to get more into financial recruiting. Uh, so I moved to New York City. It was in the, the fall of the financial market, the crash of 2008. Great timing. <laughs> yeah, great timing. Great timing for recruiters out there. But I was lucky enough to connect with two ladies, the agency headhunter side that specialized in foreign banks. So in August of 08, foreign banks, luckily, were still hiring. So we were able to kind of skate through that crisis. I worked with them for about four or five years, focusing on anything and everything within a bank financial institution, from an entry-level position all the way on up, you know, to executive-level positions. So really got a good taste and feel for the financial market, the piece of the city. I love being on the agency side. I love the competitiveness of it. I love that you can fill as much as you want to fill, and then you can fill anything you want to fill. So I really, really did enjoy the agency side. I honestly thought I'd never leave. And then I decided I wanted to get into investment banking recruiting. So I was able to hook up with KeyBank, which is actually a local bank to Cleveland, but they had their capital markets department in New York City. So I became a senior recruiter for KeyBank, which was my entryway into the corporate side of recruiting. Yep. I was with them for almost four years and I did all their investment banking recruiting uh, which is very exciting. Large deals, working with bankers, building out different verticals. And I never thought I would leave that one either. And then I got the call from Amtrust. My first thought was insurance? No way. That is so boring and slow and old. That's what I thought of insurance. So I thought I would never do insurance. And the person who was an executive recruiter at the time, who I would then be their partner and uh, kind of split the org with him, he said, Amtrust is anything but boring and slow. 
We are very fast paced here. So I gave it a try. I thought, why not? Amherst is an incredible environment. It's very unique. It's extremely fast paced. They have a very entrepreneurial spirit. We really hire people for wanting to bring what they do best to us and build upon that to make us stronger. I was in my role about four years in the executive space with the AmTrust. When I saw the recruiting team and I thought I could make that team better, I could make them stronger, I could make them function almost like an in-house agency. So that's when I spoke to my boss and I was able to kind of move in to the director of talent acquisition, which I've been for over a year now. Fantastic. So you've seen it from all sides, really. So you started out an agency and hiring in New York City, moving into the corporate side or the internal side of the business for an investment bank, hiring investment bankers. Not too many people make that choice and move from investment banking into insurance traditionally, but Antrust clearly had a very good story to tell in it to suit your personality and the, the way you like to work. If you could give us an overview of your current role then, so you're now being in the position for a year as director of talent acquisition. What are you doing there? What's your remit? Yeah, so I have a team of 13. Some of the things I did when I first started in the position was I restructured the team. I really wanted to make them as efficient and effective as possible. In recruiting, it's all about speed and accuracy, really. So I wanted to make sure that our team had all of the tools they needed to be as successful as possible. And they, like I said, I have a team of 13 people. They were able to fill more positions than we've filled historically. So in 2022, we filled 1,836 positions. It was a great number. 13 people, 1,800 positions. Yeah. My goal is 2,000 for this year. So I like I like to push. But I was able to create a very collaborative, inclusive environment, which still had that competitive nature. So I think it's really important in recruiting to foster that competitiveness of every recruiter. Um, I was able to add on different passive recruiting tools that we could use. I really wanted to create an environment in which our internal recruiters could beat out any agency partner, could beat out any external source. I wanted to make us the best, the most knowledgeable in our business, the most aggressive, the sharpest really that they could be. We did a lot of training. We did a lot of soft skills training. We did a lot of training on our systems. Um, We did training with the business to get our pitches down so they could really, when they show up to a meeting with a manager or they show up for a meeting with a candidate, that they're really delivering the story we want to tell about AmTrust and representing that brand. But the focus was to create like an in-house agency for our team and to act that way. Fantastic. And in terms of AmTrust, for any of our listeners who might be interested in learning more actually about the business itself, could you give us an overview of the business where it is at the moment? What growth plans are there? We're a $6 billion company. We are celebrating our 25th anniversary this year. So we're actually considered a baby in the insurance industry. The insurance industry is like a hundred year old industry and we're just 25 years. We have been able to grow significantly and never lost our entrepreneurial spirit. So it's one thing that really comes from our executives on down is to create, grow, build. We do foster an environment of that. We just hit the Forbes top 100 largest private companies in America. Fantastic. We beat Twitter. It's nice to be a privately held company in the insurance industry. Our focus for 2023 is we really want to be the best commercial insurance product for any small business, right? We want to be able to provide any need that they might have, whether it's cyber, liability, 
property or workers comp. Awesome. No, fantastic. Thank you for that, Alice. That's fantastic. Always great for our listeners to hear and find out more about the business and what the plans are there. I know that you've got a topic that's very dear to your heart. It's something that you're very passionate about. So would you share with our listeners you know, what you'd like to discuss with us today and why that's of importance to you? I think it's really important when creating these internal recruiting cultures to strive to be the best and really provide the best service. One of our largest challenges that keeps me up at night is to win over our managers, win over our senior leaders, have them want to call internal recruiting, have them want to talk with internal recruiting about how to build out their business. It's important to me that we're a part of that bottom line, that we're adding to that production. And at the end of the year that we could show that with recruiting, you were able to meet those business goals. I think it's very important in any type of corporation to have that kind of partnership with the business and align those needs. I don't want the business to not feel that they're supported in their goals that they're trying to achieve for the year. I think it's such a great discussion point, actually, Alyssa. I know an awful lot of insurance executives can sometimes find frustration or can find that internal recruiting function can be a bit of a roadblock. And if there's a delay or if you know people are not being hired in their team, you know, that actually really affects them personally. It affects their careers and what they're producing in terms of results. Really key where hiring manager, they don't have that resource there. They do look at other options. They've got responsibility and they've got targets. They've got to hit themselves. Reporting structures, that is so key. So it's really interesting. So what are you, in terms of initiatives, what have you introduced to try and help that problem and try and be the best partner that you can be to those hiring managers? Yeah, it's really creating our brand as a team. So they know that they can call. When I started this role, A lot of the things I heard when I was meeting with our senior executives is we're not going to make our goals for this year because we can't find the people. And I don't want to ever stand in the way of someone's goal. I'm a very goal-oriented person. And if someone was standing in my way, I would not be happy about it. So it's definitely top of mind for me to make sure that we're as a team are being as effective and efficient as possible. Our team is structured in levels from junior talent to senior talent. We're aligned across the different business lines for our expertise and how really they match up with those leaders of those business. I added a couple different passive recruiting sourcing tools. We did a lot of training on passive sourcing and cold calling and really dialing for dollars, old school type of stuff that you don't always find in recruiting. And I, I never wanted to hear that it was recruiting holding up the process. I didn't want to be that part. So it was a really large focus to make sure if HR was getting held up, it wasn't recruiting. So in terms of the culture there that you've built, you mentioned earlier having almost like an in-house agency. What's the culture that you've built? How have you managed to get this team really performing at this high level? So I feel that the energy you bring to work and the passion you bring for your job will kind of stream out onto everything else. I do truly believe that. With our team, we're hybrid work model. So we have a good mix of coming in the office and being at home. We want to make sure it's, it's important to me to make sure that when we're in the office, there's a good value proposition of why you're coming into the office. You're not just coming into the office to sit your butt in a different spot. Like you're coming into the office for a reason. You're coming in because we're going to train or we're going to have lunch or we have collaborative sessions. We do sourcing gauntlets where we sit down, take one tough position, and everyone tries to figure out a different way 
to find a candidate. So there's a lot of different group things that we do together. I also bring in snacks. My team loves snacks. And when it comes to then recruiting for people within your team, Mm -hmm. presumably that's quite nice position for someone to have you know, the best of both worlds. So that agency mentality, moving quickly, being entrepreneurial, competitive, all those things that comes with an agency or you know, a search firm, but also having that stability and backing of regular roles coming through, You know, not having to do traditional business development in terms of bringing in new clients, new customers. Yeah. So do you find that's a really nice mix for your team that helped you to bring in some real, real good talent? Uh, yes and no. We have a pretty unique diversity of backgrounds on our team. You know, coming out of an agency, someone with that competitive spirit, it's always a good building block. Um, but at, at Amtrust, you have to be scrappy. You have to be able to be flexible. Things are changing all the time. We could be going in one direction one day, and then you have to be able to pivot and go in another direction to be able to jump into a different line of business. So I really look for somebody who's agile and has kind of that scrappy nature. Like I have somebody that has a social work background because social work is probably the hardest industry to work in. (laughs) You got to be tough. I love people out of restaurant bar industry. I feel like if you are in the service industry, you move fast. You're, yep. you're used to dealing with adversity and change. So you can kind of pivot and move. So there's different backgrounds that we definitely look at and consider when hiring on the team. We do a lot of promotion upwards. I love growing talent. I love being able to bring someone in who might have heard about recruiting or have a little taste of it and feel a little excitement towards it and then be able to kind of grow that and make them a strong machine. That to me is exciting to be able to do that. Have you put in place any motivating financial incentives at all or team incentives in order to really push people to form into those high levels? You mentioned your target is to bring in 2,000 new people into the organization. What are some of those incentives that you have there? So I love a good competition. I feel like I'm the type of person I would compete at everything. I'd compete how many green lights I get in a morning. So I like to kind of create that amongst each other in a friendly way. It's not an agency way where you're kind of stealing people from one or another. So we were able to establish quarterly competitions. And once a quarter, I create a different type of competition or metric for the individuals on the team to hit that's tiered. So they can make additional money. You go to work for two reasons. It makes you happy and it makes you money. So I want to be able to kind of provide that extra incentive for the team. And we do that, yes, on a quarterly basis. Awesome. It sounds fantastic. And certainly hear and see the passion that you talk about building that high-performing internal agency. And I'm sure there'll be lots of businesses out there, lots of HR leaders who have similar challenges from an internal perspective and are looking to build those high-class teams. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of people who have been listening eagerly and would have taken board what you said today. Alyssa, it's now that time our listeners will know the espresso round where the questions are short, sharp and straight to the point. So Alyssa, are you ready for the espresso round? I'm ready. The espresso round. Alyssa, what's the one piece of advice you'd give to executives coming in to interview for you? When talking to any of our executives coming in, it's know who we are know what we do, know a little bit about our Amtrust, know our strengths, but also know our weaknesses. Know what you can add and what you can bring to us that we're missing. I think that's a really good way for anybody in an interview to highlight that one thing that they have that the position or the company or the organization might be missing. It's great to also have that open dialogue about strengths and weaknesses both sides. I think by 
acknowledging the challenges, acknowledging those weaknesses within the organization then also encourages the executive to be honest and open about where their strengths lie and where they're not so strong at because it's really important that fit is right. You know, as ever with these things, it's not about healing to everybody, but it's about getting the right person with the right skill mix for position stuff. And that's great. I think executives do a really good job of being very transparent. Yeah, absolutely. What would you say is the worst thing you've witnessed or the worst answer that you've ever heard in an interview? So I laughed when I saw this question. I thought this was great. You hear everything in recruiting, right? You hear any kind of story you could ever imagine, especially COVID time and post-COVID time. You really hear all of it. But this was pre-COVID, way before COVID. I was hiring for a director of payroll and it was a hard search. It's hard. HR is always difficult to search for because I feel like they're the the choosiest, the pickiest people. So we were hiring a director of payroll and we flew someone in and we were going to relocate this person to Cleveland. And she was at the very final stage of our interview and she was interviewing with my boss at the time, who was the VP of talent acquisition. My boss said to her, do you have any questions, anything you want to go over, anything we didn't cover? And the candidate said, I just want you to know how refreshing it is that you don't feel that you have to wear makeup to work every day, that you feel comfortable. Boss at the time was like, I am wearing makeup and we're done here. Thank you. <laughs> and then she called me in the office and said, cancel her rest Gosh. of her one way guarantee you're not going to get a job somewhere that's brilliant switching to the hr side of things and your contemporaries what one piece of advice or recommendation would you have for hiring a players hiring exceptional talent into your organization i think it's really changing the way you think and approach talent and what you need for your team everyone always talks about culture fit or they're not a fit we i talk to my team a lot about this and we do a lot of training on this is what about a culture ad what are you missing from your current team that could add to it? Where, what are you missing that you need that could add that value, that could add that extra skill set? So I think it's really important to change that mindset from culture fit to culture add. That's when you're going to get a high performing team. That's when you're going to be able to go to the next level and obtain those goals that you didn't think you'd get. Great way of building a high performance team. Also bringing in diverse talent as well into the organization. Alyssa, how are you using technology to support the hiring process then? So there is a lot of technology out there, obviously a lot of options when it comes to recruiting. I get a ton of phone calls about different things, but there was one system that I was able to add at the very beginning of 2022, and I am a huge fan of it. Um, I even told them I would work on Saturdays to sell their product to every corporate internal recruiting team. Wow. I love Zoom Info. So I don't know if you're familiar yeah. with Zoom Info. It was something that we looked at and I saw and I said, oh my gosh, you know, when you have the phone books with the numbers, open it up. So Zoom Info is obviously, if you know it, it's company org charts. You can really pull any company, any position and get a ton of different people. So I'm a huge fan of it. I Like I told them, I was like, I will tell every internal recruiting team, get Zoom info. What's the one lesson your job has taught you that you think everybody should learn at some point in their life? I would say to be innovative, to take risks, you know, to really try to move the needle on what you're doing, right? And make it worth it. You have one shot. We only, we only have this one time that we're going to do this. So you might as well try it. Because at the end of the day, if it works, then you've created something great. It's great to hear that. And you can clearly see that built that dynamic team there. Alyssa, thank you so much for your time today. This recording has gone very, very quickly. Before we go, though, do you have one piece of closing 
advice for our listeners. If there's anyone out there who's considering their next career opportunity, why would you encourage them to join Amtrust? Amtrust is a great place to be. We are still growing and developing and building out new products and still have so much more that we want to do as a company. I find that really exciting. Um, I would never or could never work for a company that was already built and you just kind of go in and do your day-to-day operation. I'm a builder. So that's that's the type of people that we look for. Um, And if that is the type of person that they are out there, I would definitely recommend Amtrust. Sounds like a very entrepreneurial place to be, very fast moving, very forward thinking. You know, certainly there's a lot of insure techs who are in that innovation space, that fast moving pace. But I think you've got a great balance between innovation, entrepreneurialism, but also having the backing of a very large and successful business behind it as well. So I think it's a great opportunity for, for anyone listening out there. Alyssa, thank you so much for your time today. As I said, time has certainly flown by. It's been great to have you on the show. For any of our listeners who want to reach out to you, we're going to leave your contact details on the show. But thanks very much for joining us in the Insurance Coffee House today. All right. Thank you so much. This is great. Thank you for listening to the Insurance Coffee House with Nick Hoadley. Join us next time for another episode packed with insights and advice for senior leaders, C-suite executives, and ambitious insurance professionals. Stream all episodes at insurance-search.com.